Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. Oops, and I muted myself. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. <laughs> welcome to Living Well on a to zenfm I am your host, Keisha Clark, and you are uh, in for quite a treat tonight because we've had all kinds of interesting stuff going on just to get to the point of doing this show. So I am wondering where this conversation is going to go. And I say tonight, we're actually recording the show, um, and it'll be Friday or some point in your life when you're listening to this show, whether it's live or in the future. So <laughs> regardless of when that is, I am grateful for your contribution to this conversation. So... Wow, if you um if you haven't um well, you know what? We don't have to worry about that because <laughs> you're gonna be hearing a recording. So <laughs> again, thank you for joining us. <laughs> Tonight we have a bit of fun. We have a topic that I think is kind of could go in lots of different places. Uh, we're talking about, is your butt sore <laughs> from sitting on the fence? <laughs> and I don't know if anyone can relate to that, but I certainly have had times in my life where I have been really kind of plastered to the fence. And indeed, my behind does get a bit sore if I hesitate there for too long. So, um, And I do know that's kind of a popular club. So have you been waiting for some special sign to show up before you choose to show up in your life? And are you sitting on the sidelines or playing in the game? Is it time to make a different choice? And this week, we're going to talk with Julie K. Andrew um, from Australia <laughs> about the possibilities that become available when we choose to commit to our whole life. So what would your reality be if you were choosing that? And wow, are you ready to let all of you show up for your life? I wonder. Welcome, 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 Julie Andrew. How are you, my friend? I'm good, and how are you? I'm, I'm yeah. Thank you, thank you for <laughs> you know for me being on the show. Thank it's you. Awesome. Yeah, we've we've only played with the possibility of this for a few months now, and finally it's come together. So, Julie, let me tell folks a little bit about you. If, or would you like to tell folks a little bit about you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I can. Well, with me, um, uh, I'm a pragmatic. So I, I awesome. work in lots. Of, I work in lots of different fields um, across in different people's lives, and um, and I use the access tools. And I'm sure we'll be talking about the access tools a lot more in the program. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, yeah, people come to me or even animals um, to you know see what's you know, if they like to change something in their lives and seeing something, having a whole different, whole reality that can show up. So, um, nice. yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> 
And I went to your, you know, just Julie and I met in a media class. And so we got to be playing with lots of fun and fabulous information with Erica Glessing and Rebecca Hulse um, around uh, putting media together and bringing more consciousness into the media. Um, and then, so the first time we were playing with an idea of, of visiting on the show, it was about um, being aware, uh, receiving awareness. And now that seems to have kind of come to the space more of actually choosing. Um, and so what, what are some things that have been going on for you, Julie, that have brought you to this kind of excitement about committing to your life, choosing your, your life? Well, different things, well, for me, different things have been starting to show up in my life and I've been choosing something really a lot different to, um, I've been choosing to my life. So before mm. I really didn't actually, well, I was actually living behind a veil and I thought, <laughs> I went in my head as a head tripper, um, that I thought I knew everything. I knew I was aware. I knew where my life was heading. Um, I had all the answers. You know, something. It just I knew there was something more, but there was just something else that I just couldn't put my finger on. But I was. I still mm. wasn't committing to my life or committing to me. And you know, like you know, my butt was getting sore because I was sitting on the fence. And go, oh, well, you know, if that turns up, I'll choose that. And if that turns up, I'll choose that. And I, you know, I started saying that I had all the answers. And, you know, mm. it wasn't turning up. Um, well, things, you know, things weren't really turning up. And so, um, in the last few months since we've really talked, um, I've been overseas, um, you know, uh, well, nearly three, yeah, three times. Um, mm -hmm. And and it was having that commitment to my life, and that demand to my life that this is going to change, this is going to change, and I'm going to choose something different. And when I put the demand on myself, and then started asking questions, what I truly desired, not what I thought I needed or wanted, the lack of things. Mm -hmm things started like really starting to turn up and I started change, like I started choosing what was fun for me too. So um, oh. yeah, that's what's been, yeah, so it's been a real, I know that sounds like a lot of information, but that's what from <laughs> sitting, sitting in the Central Coast in, uh, in Australia, then you mm. know, two weeks ago I was in Denmark, um, you know, being around classes in access, um, choosing, facilitating people. Um, it was amazing and it was, it was that choice of committing to myself. Wow. That, wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, cool. And I wonder if you might want to share, now I, I've read um, some information from your website. I think your your story that you have on your website is lovely and, and really potent. Um, you had some you created a very interesting life, did you not? <laughs> yes, I you, I chose it yeah. I chose a very interesting family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in case folks really aren't aware, um you're you've come from some very what we would call challenging uh experiences and circumstances. Um so 
coming from that, which to many of us, I think we would probably call an extreme, and, and I'll let you share whatever is fun or comfortable for you to share, um, coming from that and getting to the point of even choosing to be here, choosing to stay here and begin to ask questions, what was that like? Because I, I get a sense that there are a lot of people kind of in that place right now in their lives. Um, and I'd kind of like to hear you speak to that. Like, what was your experience of really taking that step to make that choice, to even just ask questions about staying here on the planet for a while? Well, as a child, I would be in this reality called a very difficult, um, labeled as, you know, autistic, um, ADD, um, or, you know, speech problems and all these different things. But for me as a child, I, that, I just knew there was something different. Like, you know, um, as a child, I had all this energy. Um, and I had people coming towards me all the time saying, you know, there's something wrong, there's something wrong. And over a period mm. of time, I actually took that and I believed that. So all the projections and expectations that, and judgments that people had on me and even my family, um, I thought it as real and real and true. So even in my mm -hmm. adult life, I, I started really acting out. That wasn't actually the truth, and that wasn't actually real for me, but I took on everyone else's stuff, what they mm -hmm. thought was real for me. So over the years, I um, always knew there was something more. I knew, I did know that I was different. Um, so this is where the pragmatic side of me, so I've always been pragmatic, even before um, these amazing tools of meeting Gary Douglas. Um, with access, I just always knew that if something worked for me, I would choose it. And if it didn't work for me, um, then I wouldn't choose it. And I was actually um, made wrong by that. And then over in the years, then I started choosing some very interesting relationships with men who, you know, were, I was creating with, well, you know, it was like you are wrong by choosing for you what works for you. Mm, so mm -hmm. I got to a I got to a real place where I started getting really um, confused because there was there was a, in me I knew that I chose things that worked for me, but other people in this reality um, don't all, well they don't always choose. So um, mm -hmm. I got to a I got to a place when these access consciousness tools came in front of me, and that's when I went, wow, okay, this is what I've been looking for, and I it was like I could actually just then you know own myself, <laughs> own myself, and say that wow, I know that I'm different, and um, you know when you start choosing for yourself and start committing to you. And, and I know we've been talking about the 50-50 and 50% 50 is 50 you and 50 you and that's 50 in creating what you would like, mm -hmm. not just the life but everything that you're asking for and, you know, be, and be willing to look at everything. 
everything. That's the one thing that I really are starting to choose is to change everything and willing to look at everything that's not working in my life, but willing to look at everything. And then I, I can that. see, yeah, and then I can see I got choice. Or is it the invention or is it something that I've created as not true choice? Yes. Inventions and creations are quite popular in this world, are they not? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I'm starting to see, and with a lot of my clients, I'm starting to see where we are creating inventions and where I've been Mm -hmm. pretending my life. Um, And that's just, that's been, you know, like, well, that's given me more infinite choices now. To go, wow, where's the, oh, that's it. And ask the question, not come to a conclusion, but ask the question, well, is that a choice? Or is is that a conclusion? Or is that uh, invention? And what do I know? So that empowers that I know already is not giving it to someone else. Um, yeah. So I've always known there's something different out there. Um, yeah. Beautiful. And what I'm what I'm always amazed by is how much of an investment we find ourselves making in the invention or the creation rather than what is real and true for us. Um, we just don't seem to promote or um, encourage ourselves being able to actually know ourselves or even choosing to know ourselves unless there's some really traumatic um, experience or or set of experiences that bring us to that point. It's really fascinating how we do that. Hmm. Well, this reality does it by inventions, by community. Um, For you to really know yourself to really yeah. you know be able to to have tr- what's true for you isn't you know isn't done in this reality so yeah. so I, I would say i created this interesting life to actually <laughs> gain awareness to then yeah. say okay what can i choose now nice Nice. And is it a wonder why we might have so, or that we might have so many people sitting on fences, so to speak, um, with all of the craziness we create in our lives? Sometimes I, I kind of get that it's like, well, who would want to jump all in when pretty much all many of us see for so long is the craziness and the insanity? And so, wow. <laughs> so I would like to go ahead. Um, We're coming up on break, so I would just like to let folks kind of be with that question of what is real and true for you um, in this moment, not necessarily in your whole wide life, but what is real and true for you? And I wonder if we might begin to, to tap into a place that we're hesitating or holding on to or um, not really willing to be, um, movable uh, in our lives. And so just sort of see what awareness has come up for you during the break. You are listening to Living Well on A to Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I am talking today with the lovely Julie Andrew, and we will be back in just a moment. 
Thanks, folks. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the UK, at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. And I am your host, Keisha Clark, and we are talking today with Julie Andrew, talking about uh, is your butt sore yet from sitting on the fence? <laughs> and we're talking about sitting on the fence of life. Um, how many of us have spent time on the fence or on the sidelines? And what would it actually take for us to begin to choose to be all in, to be in the game rather than watching the game of our life? And and I'm fascinated, Julie. I, I wonder where what you what your awarenesses are with this. I'm fascinated that a lot of people seem really content to actually watch their life unfold and actually not really be participating in it. Do you find that to be uh, something that you notice in your work? Whoops! Are you back with us, Julie? Are you unmuted? I'm unmuted now. <laughs> Nobody else ever does that, so you know. <laughs> um, oh. 
And the joys of live radio. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do notice that in this reality that a lot of people don't choose. Or a lot of people say, I, I hear this quite often, I'm happy with my life. This is as good as it gets. Um, mm-hmm. You know, nothing can get better than this. Um, this is mm-hmm. what we've been given. Um, and it's mm. really interesting how people really do actually say this, they settle for something. Um, and yeah, and that's all that can be in, in their, um, in their reality. So what I say yeah. is, what if, what if there is a different reality? And there are people out there that will like us, you know, the seekers, that are looking for something different. Um, and know that there, you know, can be a different reality. Yeah, and I think that's a key thing. You you said you're knowing, and you were saying earlier in the first segment of the show, you always knew something else was possible. And for me, that's becoming really, um, I don't want to say critical. It's it's a really huge part of this. Um, there's a knowing. And when I say knowing, I'm talking about that beyond cognitive knowing. Uh, like before it comes into our cognitive awareness, there's just there's something we know. It's, it's that, that we just know that we know that we know. And I'm fascinated that we all have that. And, and a lot of folks, and I did this for a part of my life, um, we go in defense of what is as though we have to preserve that. Like you were saying, a lot of people function from that. It can't get any better than this. Um, or if I try to get better, then I'll lose what I have a lot of times I see taking place. So with that knowing, what, what, was, um, what was one of the first questions that you began to play with that really started to shift this for you into your knowing? Well, One of the first questions that I really ask is, what can I change? And, and I did ask mm. that there's something required to change. Like my life was like being on this, like proving and defending. It was on this like going around circle, like a roundabout. And I was just going and going around and, you know, things were like tightly showing up and then dropping away and, and, Flip walls would come up and, you know, things would be going really well for a while and then things would be just then going back to the same old, you know, cycles and then so, like the clarity, um, mm-hmm. yeah, going the same and same. So I, I said to myself, you know, something has to change um, and I really put that demand on myself. And I kept saying that, and then <laughs> within a week, <laughs> I know that I'm doing my first um, access class. And, um, wow. you know, when I'm talking about access consciousness, I'm talking about these amazing um, pragmatic tools. And so then <laughs> after that, I mean, you know, within the two years that I've been using these tools, but it was me too knowing there was a different reality, that there was something more... Um, in this reality and with where my life was going, it wasn't enough. Um, and I had done everything, every spiritual, every modality. Um, 
I was, you know, even on my website, it does. I, tr I tried everything and some things shifted, some things got me, you know, um, got me looking at myself, but nothing as much as these tools when uh, to really start looking at myself. And um, I was like, yeah, and it was about being in the question. So I was even in the question before I even, you know, um, found these amazing tools. So, yeah. Cool. So what can I change? And I love how does it get even better than this? <laughs> that's that's probably one of my big ones. Um and and two of the simplest questions that we start with, uh, particularly in the work of access consciousness. And for anyone who has not heard us talk about the tools of access consciousness before, um, there's a lot we could say. And so what I will say is I will just offer you the website. It's www.accessconsciousness.com. You can also go to theclearingstatement.com. There's a wealth of information about the work and where it came from and everything that it's been over the last 25, 26 years. Uh, it is currently co-created by uh, Dr. Dane here and Gary Douglas. Um, Gary Douglas is the founder who brought this work in. And I can only imagine 25, 26 years ago when Gary was getting the beginnings of this work, um, choosing to be committed to to choosing the work, that had to be a little daunting in some cases. Um, and so what? where were you finding, or in from where you are now, from the space you are now today after these last few weeks, um, of all this amazingness that you've been choosing and creating. When you look at, like, where would, what, what, could you identify what was holding you up or where you were sticking yourself and not letting yourself be choosing to commit? Um, myself. <laughs> I can say that really easy. Myself. Yeah, myself. Myself had yeah. all these definitions. All these collisions. I um, I've always been like a media. I've, I've had foresight. I've always mm -hmm. been able to pick up my parents' thoughts. I knew things, you know, were going to happen even before they happened. So, you know, I had these amazing abilities, and so. Mm -hmm. But what I had done is twisted myself out of existence with this reality and I had put so many projections, expectations, separations and judgments and I had decided mm -hmm. this is where my capabilities, my talents and everything and I really had twisted and by doing all that and it was a doing, I actually started really diminishing myself um, mm. that I wasn't even existing um, in in my own reality and I, you know, took everyone else's reality on. So, wow. yeah, that, yeah, that was... And it was like, you know, when I got to say, well, where, you know, for me, where was where was I? So with all these collisions yeah. and, and decisions, I didn't, I couldn't even, you know, didn't even knew who I was. So... You weren't even showing I, up in your own life. I wasn't. So, you yeah. know, I'm starting now, like, by just 
choosing is just one choice. Well, it's not even just one choice. I pop and pop that. Um, it's yeah. just that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that I I had choice. I started seeing that I had choice. That wow, what if? What if I commit to myself? And what would that look like? And what would that be like? And if I chose it, what would that be like in five years? And what would it like be like showing up in my life? That really started exciting me. And I just was able to say, okay, my butt's not being sore anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So, So committing... Now, a lot of people think of committing as, like, something that you have to be stuck with. So I perceive, like, all this energy around that word. So could we maybe destroy and uncreate everywhere that we've made commitments uh, to your own life, like a prison sentence (laughs) or a death sentence? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And... Teacher, what is yeah. um, commitment is everywhere that people will have defined commitment to this reality. Yeah. So what yeah. if there is a whole new reality of what commitment I and the that. energy of commitment and the 50-50 to your committing to you beyond this reality. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of people are... They have to find what commitment and what commitment is in this reality. And wow, how many judgments are on that? Yeah, and it actually requires judgment to (laughs) keep it in place. Yeah. So, (laughs) so how about over this? We're we're coming up on our next break, and so I want to invite listeners to really play with the energy of this question Julie has posed. What if if we went outside of everything that is relative to this linear conceptual reality based on the judgment and the stories and many things that actually are not true for us? And what if we began to look at committing to what else is possible, committing to the limitlessness, committing to the possibilities of more? And I I know that's a little bit of a brain twister, so awesome. If your mind is melting, your brain is frying, awesome. Um, So yeah, let's play with that over the next commercial. And when we come back, let's talk about some fun things that commitment to our lives uh, might actually be creating if we were willing to choose it. You're listening to Living Well on A to Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I am visiting with the lovely Julie Andrew, and we will be back in just a couple of moments. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? 
thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back to Living Well on a2zen.fm. I'm your host, Keisha Clark, and we are visiting today with amazing Julie Andrew, talking about having no more sore butts <laughs> from sitting on the fence <laughs> and not committing to your life. <laughs> and we got to this really beautiful space just before the break. Um, I'm I'm really curious to see what uh, what's bubbling up for this with this. And first, I want to take a minute and just let you tell folks, Julie, how what is the best way for folks to get in touch with you, find you, play with you, um, if they would like to do that? Well, I have a website, so go in, um, go to www.juliek and k is k a y Andrew with no s. Um, dot com mm-hmm. and you can find me there and I've got everything on the website so yeah that's how they can find me beautiful awesome and you are in Australia correct yes now that I've yes. said that <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, as if I'm we not, didn't notice <laughs> the accent I'm just out of um, Sydney beautiful Australia Lovely place. Oh, I'm looking forward to visiting Australia in the not too distant future. So what would that take and what would that be like? Well, um, yeah, so we are playing with the energy of what if committing to your life was actually committing to the limitlessness and to the possibilities of greater? And what might be able to show up when we're willing to choose that or play with that or even ask into that. And I love how you stated that earlier, choosing into your life. I love that the, that way of putting it. Um, and you do work with, you, you were mentioning, you work with animals, you work with people, you work with families and children. Um, and I'm, I think that, well, for me, the energy of that is really yummy, <laughs> first of all. And how is, when we talk about the way it shows up, because there's a really popular um, 
saying amongst the, the folks who play with access, and, and I know there's other ways that this is said throughout history, um, that it never shows up the way you think it will. Uh, and I've kind of added on to that, and it always shows up even greater than you could have imagined. Um, so for you, how are what are some interesting things that are showing up? Well, it was like the truth overseas, you know. Um, I put the demand on myself that I, I really wanted to be live at these classes in Denmark. And um, mm. I said, well, whatever it takes. And when it showed up, it did not show up the way I thought it was. And, um, <laughs> you know, I kept just choosing and choosing and more showed up while I was away. And so, wow. um yeah, it's it's like you put a demand and when you start judging it or have a reclusion on it of this is the only way it's going to show up and you have limits on it, well, nothing else can show up. When you drop the limitation yeah. on it and start saying, well, what else is possible? And this is one of the most... Uh, and this is what I love about access consciousness tools. They are pragmatic. They're so, they are so mm -hmm. simple. I've heard Gary talk about this so many times in classes. <laughs> you, and even Shan, uh, Shannon O'Hara, she's talked about, mm -hmm. she's an access consciousness um, facilitator too, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. these tools are so basic. And so if you choose them, so what else is possible? So mm -hmm. when you put a demand on a demand on yourself, and when I say you're putting a demand on yourself, you're saying, okay, I really would like to change this. And and another tool is question: What will it take for this to change? So what you're asking for, you're not asking for an answer. You're asking for awareness. You're asking for a, a question for something else, whatever it could be, to show up. And then you can choose, okay, so what do I choose from here? And then what can I choose from here? And then it, it's like this infinite possibility of choices start showing up. And this, you know, for that. me, there's no, there's no limitation. In this reality, there is limitation. Um, a lot of people get really shut down because, well, they—that's all they can see. And I—it's been really interesting because I'm hearing a lot of people saying to me lately, friends, clients, uh, just different people, if they're not able mm -hmm. to see the future or they're not able to yeah. see it, they uh -huh. will not choose it. And I'm like, wow, yeah. what else is possible? So if it, and it was even like when I was being a psychic, um, I knew the probabilities in people. Um, mm -hmm. If I knew um, what the future was, you know, that actually there was this, <laughs> well, there's safeness, you know, being safe in this reality. Yeah. and. Then yeah. I start asking questions about that and was that really true for me? That's when I started really being able to be looking at my life and go, wow, is this actually an illusion of being safe mm. in this reality? And then yeah, there's a lot of cards around that word. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yes. And Carol in the chat room was also saying that she finds when you talk to people about the possibility with people, they uh, they almost seem to shut down at first, like they can't possibly have more than one or two options, and one of them is being to do nothing different. And when you, something that you were saying there is one of the words possibilities, and then the other word that, that kind of popped for me as you were talking was infinite, mm. infinite choice and infinite possibility. You know, we use that word a lot, infinite and infinity, and yet, one of the awarenesses I'm having in this moment is that a lot of us have really no idea. We think we know what that is, and at the same time, we don't really have any idea what that is. And and it's precisely that that idea part. Like, we want to have some picture of what infiniteness looks mm. like. And I get that there is a lot of resistance based on that. And again, we define what infinite yeah. is in this yeah. reality, and Isn't this that is funny? where all these <laughs> all these uh, all these words we have defined in this reality. Yeah. So you know what is you know what is infinite, um, and, and what so is that having committed? that? Set- yeah, go ahead. Mm, oh no, no, that's cool. That's opened a whole new different energy. Wow. Yeah. What if commitment was really being in allowance of the infiniteness rather than committing to a specific path or a specific life, a specific role in life, a specific task or job or occupation? What if it was actually the willingness to choose into the infiniteness oh my goodness yeah, <laughs> there's something really interesting showing up <laughs> yeah yeah and because you know like what is our life really like what if we took the definition of it off the table how much more would we be able to play with and what if choosing or committing to ourselves was the willingness to keep choosing for us, whatever that was. And and that certainly, uh, I see that in what you've been talking about with these last few months for yourself. You've been willing to choose what works for you. And that's really different than what many people are willing to choose, much less even be asking if it's even possible or considering it might be possible. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Carol, and Carol just wrote something in the chat line, uh, chat room, and it's what if it's about being truly present? Yeah, like you I know, love when that. you're choosing to be like committing to yourself, it's being present. And you, that's funny because I heard it on a. I was listening to an, uh, a class on the train last night. And um, it was talking about when you're truly committing to yourself, um, you're truly being present. You're truly being present with what you're choosing. And choice is only good for 10 seconds. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, when you're being present, then you're being present with everything with you. I love that. And maybe that is a whole different possibility of commitment to who 
and all that we are. That's just kind of making me fuzzy and buzzy and jingly and light. <laughs> I will say it, it does get uncomfortable when you you when you start committing. Like there is so much joy, there's so much presence, and it does get uncomfortable because you're so present. Isn't that funny? You, yeah. Like for me, I just choose not to check out. So when I go yeah. into my head or I start projecting something in the future or I start, you know, being in like a fantasy, I know I'm not being present. And so then yeah. I just ask myself, what will it take for me to be more present in my life? And that brings me back in. I love back that. To me. Back to me. I love that. So the question, I do a question, I ask each show what question it would like to kind of play with. And I put them on the graphic that I create each week. And the question that came up this week is, are you ready to let all of you show up for all, for your life? All of you show up for your life. Um, and I so am getting that that presence and that being present in each moment with ourselves is is letting all of us be available to show up, to be available to choose from, to be available to play with for our life, for the creation of our life. And I'm loving how this is coming together as we're playing with this. Um, yeah, it, it, it takes all of the, for me, it seems to take all of the parameters and all of the rules off of the, or, or out of the equation, really. Uh, it just totally changes it all together. And I love that. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, one of the other things that has kind of waved at me is this thing we do that we kind of choose to do things a little bit different and then we determine or we conclude that that is, you know, us committing to our life, that that is us making the change, and then we stop. <laughs> like we only are willing to do it in increments. <laughs> So for for people who are like uh what what would you like to offer for folks who are um having that resistance having that like in that moment of well look at everything I've already been willing to change um what would what would you offer those folks Well I would say to them what question are you asking it, for mm. me, it's always been when something gets stuck, um, something stops, then I mm -hmm. I really start asking, okay, what question? What question can I be? What question can I ask? Um, and I, what I have been, you know, saying to myself, what can I be and do different for this to change or for something completely different to show up? With ease, so it's just that. being in question and being aware of not asking a question to get the results you would like to do. Asking a question, mm -hmm. and like I was saying before, you know, for the awareness um, of what else is possible, uh, what else that I haven't even considered yet. Um, yeah. It's. Endless, it's infinite. Um, so yeah, going back, it, it, it's just that one of the is being in question, being the question. 
not just answering the question, it's actually being it. Claim and I love that. Being it. Yes, I was I was just thinking about Dane Hare's book. Dr. Dane Hare, one of his books is <laughs> Being You, Changing the World. A fabulous book and he has a, an event coming up at the end of this month in San Diego, uh, a Being You class. And what I was just kind of bringing, well, I was kind of getting that sense of how it sort of plays into each other is that what if what we are calling commitment, the energy of commitment is the willingness to keep asking the question and the willingness to keep being the question, being in the question and you become the question. And and that seems to be like that energy of invitation to all that is possible. Everything becomes at your disposal. Um, it, it, it's, it, it, and it taps back into that energy of infinite for me. It, how does that resonate for you, Julie? <laughs> when you say infinite, my whole, you know, it just like expands. You know, this conversation is just, you know, like awesome because it's just asking for more. It's just expanding. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's asking, well, what else is possible? And, you know, when you be in the question, the universe, the quantum entanglement, and that's a word that we use in um, access consciousness a lot, starts to really mm-hmm. go, wow, this is what the asking the one thing that I've really started recognizing is when you ask for something, the universe hears it and perceives mm-hmm. it, and then it'll keep, you know, giving you what you're asking for. So when you're willing to be in the question and you're asking for more, you're asking for infinite, you're asking for infinite possibility, the universe of the quantum entanglements hears that. Not just hears it, it's it's more that it's beyond that. It it starts to yeah. go, Wow, okay, that's yeah. that's that resonue, that's that vibration, you know, that we mm-hmm. truly are. And yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And I talk about um, one of the ways I talk about energy is that energy, the nature of the energy, the nature of the behavior of energy is that it responds. Energy is always responding. And I totally, when you were saying that, it was like the universe is always responding. And so there is that um, that kind of connection again or that, that inner relationship again for me of when you are choosing to be in the question, the universe is always responding. And when you're only making one choice or asking one question and then you're concluding something, you sort of shut the universe out, really. And so, <laughs> yeah. this is so beautiful. There's, there's just a whole when different sense. Of, saw, I, I saw how many people do that and then shut the door yeah. in the universe. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's like, would you go on a date with me and then slam, you know? <laughs> yeah, <that's all> <laughs> okay. It's kind of like, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, Wow, what if that is really all that is required to be committing to your life is to be in the question, to keep asking the questions and to really just stay in that space of curiosity of, wow, I wonder how it's going to show up and and what's going to show up and who would like to be contributing and playing with this and where can we go now? So this is... 
so incredible. I love how the timing, I mean, the creation of this conversation also, Julie, for me, is just delightful. Um, I think it's a complete illustration, a lovely illustration of exactly what we're talking about. Um, and so we're down to our last couple of minutes. Oh, my goodness, it always flies. Wow. And so what um, what words of, of invi- invitation, inspiration, and, and whatever else wants to, to show up, what words would you like to um, offer the listeners as we're parting today? Well, if there's people out there and, um, you know, you know you're different, um, you're looking for something different, um, go on the Access Consciousness website, um, pick up an Access book, contact myself or Keisha, uh, and start just asking questions. And you know, one question you can ask, well, what would it take to have um, people like me that are curious to show up in my life? Um, that's the question that I ask. Uh, I love you know, that. All it takes to have more people that are so curious, um, that would like to play with me, or just like to, you know, have this conversation like we're having. So um, that's what I would say to people. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Julie. It has been such a pleasure. I'm so grateful that we continue to to keep asking questions of when this conversation wanted to happen and how <laughs> it wanted to happen. And I'm so grateful for every choice we made and every connection yeah. we made. And and I love that that it, it never shows up the way you think it will. And it always shows up greater than you could have imagined. And that certainly applies today. So I'm so grateful to you. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. <sighs> wow. Wow. And thank you, Carol, for producing this show in, in, in your efforts and your uh, – tenacity today has, is remarkable and thank you Christine for getting us going and Holly and Stephen and everybody who made this possible you all know what I'm talking about <clears throat> and I so appreciate you so so for this week ladies and gents what if you could be willing to ask a question more than once and what if you were willing to show up for your whole life as all of you being the question being the invitation, being the magic you truly be. Thank you for joining us, folks. Have a great week. (laughs) Bye for now. (laughs) Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime... What would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you?